if it was illegal to say stupid things into a microphone. Why must you be so stupid? These guys would be doing life without parole. Hey, everybody, we're back from prison. Why do we keep encouraging this kind of behavior? It's the Breaking the Ice podcast with Josh Dolan. You know, we could, like, go to jail for this. Along with Mike Shue and Isaiah Moscahanna Monsa Mana Blitz Boskowitz. Whatever the hell his name is. We, uh... in and at the door with the rolling pin on payday. <laughs> yeah. You know, Andy yeah. Cap may have had a point. That's all I'm going to say. I'm not going to elaborate. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it's just... Yeah. Oh, I mean, I've, I've heard about them coming in, out. but... Please train, please stop doing that. You're making um, I'm gonna be sick. You're gonna make me throw up. That's how he starts every oh my, podcast. Oh my god. Oh wow. Oh, oh, god. God. oh my god. Oh, I have stop. a feeling this is on purpose now. Oh stop <laughs> it. Oh my god. <laughs> what gave you that up. idea, Joshua? <laughs> throw up. <laughs> oh, and now we're back at that angle. I am sweating so much. From not drinking so much? No, because we're going to talk to Jackie Flynn. Exactly, and I'm nervous. Yeah. Oh, stop it. He's more nervous to talk to you. You're Josh Dolan from Breaking the Ice. Breaking, this the, thing ice, t- breaking the Ice podcast, okay? Yeah. Can we get it right? Because there's three or four other Breaking the Ices on there, and those are the only ones that I can link up when I'm posting on Facebook for some reason and not this <laughs> goddamn podcast. I still haven't figured that out. You know, yeah, I sometimes out there with the, the at sign. I don't use the at sign. I put spaces in between breaking the ice. I put them all together as one. It still doesn't work. I don't. Who who else has it, Isaiah? About fifteen other podcasts. Yeah. There's one. <laughs> right. that, there's one that's actually about skating. I think. Why would they do that? <laughs> what? Yeah. Does this look like a skating show? It was it, when Ray, when Raycroft was on. Yeah. Who's technically still a host, according to Wikipedia? You said, you said you're not telling us, Josh, because I lived this life for 20 years, <laughs> just waiting to be replaced. You know, I'm just, I'm just gonna cut. To tomorrow, you're gonna send me an email like Friday saying, "Hey, by the way, don't come in." No, no, I trade. I traded somebody else. <laughs> you can still do your goodbye if you want. Oh, that's uh, nice of you to do that. Hey, do you mind? Wow. Hey, do you mind? <laughs> no, I for traded Raycroft for uh, you guys. Just like Jeez. the Bruins traded for Tuca. Yeah. <laughs> Hi. Yeah. How did that trade go? How has that been trending yeah. for the program? I don't hey, look, think I Toronto's got this happy. Fucking, I got this for St. Patrick's Day. Oh wow! Oh, you got that for my anniversary. House on St. Patrick's Day. You're gonna make what your own parade. Oh, I'm gonna have a parade in my house. <laughs> in your house. <laughs> Jesus. I remember last year at this time, I was like, the murder that's a bit sure. much canceling the parade. I mean, this is going to be <laughs> over by, I mean, they're overreacting. Yeah. Little did I know the other one, the year, the next year. Yeah, it's been a year, right? You know? And can we stop pushing the big gig back? Let's just say, never mind. <laughs> yeah, big gig is now next year. No, you know, we got to do it. You got to, you know, God bless John Peters over there at Mass Concerts. He wants to make this happen. You know, he wants all the a, old AAF people to get back in there. He wants to let us have another goodbye with live music and a party and drinking and getting sweaty and chicks showing their boobs. The big gig is going to be a Pike production soon. What oh, are you talking yeah. about? Not Pike production? Uh, I don't know. I can't. You know what? I'm not going to. I can't speak on that. You know, I can't put words. Here, here's here's, here, here's what's going to happen. I know you're doing mornings there, but if they're smart, that they've got a great partnership now with the Woo Sox. 
It's in yeah. Worcester. They've yeah. got you doing mornings after yeah. 20 plus years on AAF. Yeah, the music will slowly it. start to tweak and it will become yeah. more of a, an aggressive rock station. Yeah, no, it's, they're doing great. Yeah. Have a nice day. That's a great plan. Yeah, it is. No, I, and I'm sure that, you know, um, you know, I, I'd, I'd definitely be promoting it. I just can't speak for my bosses. That's all. But they're cool guys. I've, I'm finally working for cool guys. I mean, they're all AAF yeah. alumni. I mean, we they had, right. Ray, speaking of Raycroft, we had Raycroft on. We had uh, Rick Middleton on. They're Bruins alumni. The Pike is the WAF alumni team. It is. Right. It's the alumni. I am the Jerry Doak. Uh, <laughs> Gary <Jesus>. Doak? <laughs> Gary, sorry, I'm the Gary Doke. Like, who's Jerry? Uh, no, I don't know who Jerry is. Sorry about that. I've had a few drinks. I, Jerry I, I, Cheevers. Yeah! Same team. I, I came into a load of alcohol this weekend. And, uh, right. Oh. Well, well, I don't know if that's great. We'll find out when uh, our guest shows up. <laughs> Mike's always had the problem when we did the we did the cannabis cup a few years ago, the harvest cup. He was a judge for, mm. for the weed. And they would obviously you have to sample all the different kinds of oh, weed. Yeah. And yeah, Mike at one to. point was like, I have so much fucking weed. I don't know what to I, do. God. I got to tell you this, like the last time I did it and those guys are so awesome at the harvest. Yeah. They're great. people, <laughs> And they put on the, the last one we had over here at the DCU center was just awesome. It was so, so much fun. fun. I, they loaded me up with like five pounds of weed. Oh that I shit. Had to sample. I know I'm not complaining. Just want to get to it's an overwhelming experience, even for <laughs> a seasoned pothead like me right and like so every day i had to try some weed and you don't know what you're getting into right you know so you pull out this little little jar that they have or bag or whatever they provide you with and you put a little in your pipe and you smoke it and you have to judge it on you know feel taste color you know buzz all that stuff for about a month <laughs> okay and then it's like you know after about a month you're like oh yeah i have a child <laughs> What's That's why I stopped again? drinking now. It's like, oh, yeah. How come there's pizza sauce on all of my clothes? Where why are my pants? Happening? You know, and, you know, after a month, I'm looking like this. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, and uh, that is yeah, one stressed Russian doll. I'll that was you, a man. funny day when, when Mike best. Shue, of all people, says I have too much weed. I, I was crazy. <laughs> was, I still think I have some. From two years ago. <laughs> that's Seriously. dry. That's gonna be dried out. Seriously. Well, it's in mason jars, but you know. Oh like, shit. Now is weed know. like wine? Does it get better with age? Is it like a whiskey? No, like this is a no, good no, 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 no. No, you gotta no. you gotta get that stuff at peak form. Oh, so Smoke it's like it an avocado. It it's good for like seven uh, minutes. Uh well, no, but it depends, I guess, you know. You want to get that working, stank I'm, I'm, right off the branch when it reeks and it's wet. And now I'm working with the people over at Resonate here in Worcester, which is a really sweet dispensary and they they want me to do reviews and yes like that. you know did you think this would ever be your life no, I, right josh <laughs> i was gonna say that like i never thought ever in my life that like hey could right. you could you smoke this weed and tell us what you think <laughs> and then tell everybody are you a cop you know oh wait a minute it's legal holy shit Dude, the first time i walked into a into a dispensary in colorado it was i mean i had fucking sold weed done all of it in high school smoked it all and now i'm talking to a kid who literally a year ago was a fucking street dealer but he's the expert and i'm just oh, yeah. and i even said it to him i'm like did you ever think in your life that you'd be working in this i mean the store is absolutely pristine. this is a big step up from the alley huh oh yeah. huge step up you're getting paid not chased Right. You used to have to get into two different cars and then sit on some guy's couch for like two hours while he played video games. 
And then you finally said, so uh, I guess I'm going to get going. Do you have a scale? <laughs> and the, yeah, right? right. And then you bring it home. You find out there's like a penny in the bag or a wood. Bastards. And you're like, what the fuck? And it's like dirt weed that was in a dumpster. <laughs> oh, no. I never thought of it, putting a penny oh, in now, it. <laughs> now it's like, okay, well, what strain is this? Because I don't want to, you know, have one of my eyeballs fall out. Oh, yeah. Oh, you know, yeah. I just it's I just need to get a little buzz to play disc golf. Okay. I don't <laughs> I don't need to like remove myself from the friggin', you know, solar system here. You know, it's it's unbelievable. I can't believe anyway. I came into a lot of booze this weekend because this, <laughs> this past weekend I went to Pennsylvania because it was my grandmother's one hundredth birthday. God happy wow. birthday. Yeah, and even though Congrats. it was kind of one of those parties where, you know, I haven't seen my family there forever because of this whole thing. And I I couldn't hug them. But we could talk and it was just, it was good for the soul. But my grandmother turned a hundred. It was great. She's a Pirates fan, um, loves baseball. My cousin made t-shirts that says, my grandmother loves balls. Happy 100th birthday. Yes. Um, I got to talk to her a little bit. It took her like a full two minutes to recognize me. Yeah. Because she's a hundred. You know, I mean, hundred years old, one hundred years old. <laughs> There's three digits in her age. Think about right? what she's seen. She's seen pandemics before. She's lived through the depression. You know, her husband traded his car for a shotgun so he could go hunting and provide food for the. I mean, this kind of crap that's never going to happen today. Simpler right. times. You know? But anyway, my mother's also moving. She's moving to Savannah, Georgia. So. I bought one of her cars off of her. So unfortunately, I'm probably going to get rid of my O2 Corolla, Barbara. Barbara? Yeah, Barbara? which has like three, over 310,000 miles. But Barbara's probably, her days are numbered right now. Barbara. Now, Barbara's probably oh, getting close to 100 too, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. In, in, in car years, yeah. Now, there's a guy around the corner who's going to buy it for his son. He's going to fix it up. and that's We have to all do a podcast from Barbara before should, that goes. Yeah, I should probably, we should do that from Barbara. One of the original episodes of this was from Barbara. Yeah, I used to do it out there in Barbara. My, wow. when the first, that, that episode, I played it for my sister-in-law. Whose name, her name is Barbara. She calls me up. She goes, his fucking car? Hmm. His name is Barbara? I love yeah, him. Well, that's, that's what um, my daughter names the car. So I, she, gave, she, uh, you know, she, she gave the new car a name, and it's Linda. Which is my daughter, you know, she just like thinks of these names, you know, Linda. Not like, it's not like, you know, they're you all know, HR names. I know they're not like Pearl or something. You name a car, you know, Linda Shelby or something like that. It's like, Karen. and now I have Linda, you know, and uh, and so so I bought, you know, I get this car and then my mother's like, I'm going to fill the car with stuff. I don't want to move to Savannah, which was like booze. Yeah. And booze was one of those things. So I had, there was like, like, look like 10 year old crown Royal bottles. And so I, I just made a drink and then she gave me all this tonic water. So of course I have an abundance of tonic water. I got to go out and buy vodka. (laughs) I'm making, and then there's this bottle of blackberry brandy that I just poured, you know, I just tried to make it, give it a little flavor with my vodka tonic and, uh, and I, it's it's old, so something could have happened to it. Like I don't know, does blackberry brandy age? I have no idea. I mean, is it healthy? Hopefully, it doesn't drink? age like the cell yes. phone blackberry. Oh, oh God, drink it. It's alcohol. Who cares? Well, there was some Let's, alcohol that I took sips out of the bottle that tasted like kerosene. It was so. That's old. not good. That's not. Good. Yeah. So, and this was this still tasted like blackberry brandy, but it's uh, 
Let's do the old WKRP Dr. Johnny Fever test. And in that one, it was to see how his reactions yeah. were. And he actually, his reactions got faster the more he drank. Yeah, I know. That was classic. Yeah, he got better as they went along. I remember that. They classic finally just episode. released that. Maybe it was a couple of years ago, but they had never released all of the WKRPs in Cincinnati because of the licensing issues, because yes, of all the records and huge. shit that Venus were playing and that Johnny was playing. Yeah. And and my, my friend Doc is a diehard KR. I mean, we all, we all are, but like, was it four or five years ago now? I think the first season came out and he's like, don't buy it. It's not the actual, you know, they're not the songs. If you no. go back and watch right. it, you know, they were Led Zeppelin. I Jimmy. Have, you know what? I have those because the, the Shout- actual ones. No, no. The, the ones with the fake music because Shoutcast, uh, this company that re-releases stuff like that, put out a limited edition of that. Yeah. And I was like, wait a minute. You know, this isn't the same music. But the real yeah. ones are out, actually. They're, hold on. Keep talking. Yeah, they are. They, they put them out. And that's, that's a huge thing. Because back then when that TV series was going on, that wasn't such a huge issue. Now there are lawyers right. who just specialize in music licensing now for movies and TV and whatever. It's like product placement. So to do a show like they did back then using the actual music would probably just cost millions and millions of dollars. Oh, it's like the early days of YouTube when you could put whatever music you wanted as like a bed and then uh, now they all get flagged. That's exactly (laughs) what it was. So that's the one with the real music in it. Yes. Okay. So yes, lawyer, you know, they must've paid millions of dollars. So much money. And that's like, why it was so delayed. Every time, every time they sell a, like a copy of what Isaiah has there, a lot Hold that of back that up. Money, like that money, they won't even see that money. It's going to the music licensing. And is we're that Tim Reed? Money. Yeah, that's Tim Reed. That's Venus Flytrap, man. That's why when we had um, Tom uh, Dreesen on, you know, I was like, oh my God, dude, that's, you know, v- Venus Flytrap and stuff like that. But yeah, he was great in that. And Venus Flytrap's character was fascinating because he was a draft dodger. And he was like a science teacher or something like that. But he had to create this whole other persona as like this groovy kind of late night DJ love guy. But in reality, he was like a nerdy science teacher who was like a draft dodger. And there was that, like that cover is awesome. about him. Oh, dude. Yeah. Dude, this, the, the, any radio station. Les Nessman, the news guy. Yeah, they, the yes. big guy. Yep. The big guy is the general manager. So yeah. uh, and there's Venus Flytrap. This is Andy Carlson. Andy, no, no, Andy, Andy Travis. Andy, Andy, Travis. Travis. Andy yep. Travis was uh, a program director at a country mm-hmm. station, but made his way to WKRP in Cincinnati and changed that format to a rock and roll station mm-hmm. and made everyone go shit bat. And they Herb were Tarlick. Herb yeah, Tarlick, the news guy. No, sales Lon- guy. What did I say? Sorry, sales guy. Sales guy. Sales guy. News guy. Lonnie night. Anderson was was the smoke show receptionist and can, he, I say, can i just say lonnie anderson's character all those characters are so accurate in radio so accurate know, but lonnie anderson's is super super accurate because the receptionist or as they would call them later the what did they call them the um director the head of, of the department of first impressions director of first impressions like, director of first impressions they knew everything everything that went on so they were actually really the most powerful Oh, God. We had a woman in Portsmouth, New Hampshire, Norma Lang, that was in that position for 50 years, and she fucking knew everything. Yeah, she knew how everything worked, who everybody was, what everybody Who was did. fucking who and what Every, was happening at everything. night. Everything. That's so, <laughs> so true. And she was. And then Lonnie Anderson's character, really, everybody went to her for answers. They didn't yep. go to the general manager. They didn't go to the program director. They no. didn't go to her. Yeah. The, big guy, the big guy's mother owned the station, so he really had no power. Is that Don DeLuise? No, no, no. no. Uh, what's his name? Gordon Jump. 
I think Gordon Jump. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Then you have uh, this. This was the best character of why I got into radio. Doctor oh. Johnny Fever. Oh, I, I don't I, like I, his I, hand position on that one. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> well, he, let me tell you something. The thumb is I creeping be, up I, a little. <laughs> I basically became Doctor Johnny Fever. I oh, was God, just yeah. a grumpy, burned out friggin' dude wearing a you know black t-shirt and a hoodie, and that's exactly what I became. Right. And yeah. let's not forget. Yeah. This, this is a total, uh, this is Bailey Quarters. She was the mm -hmm. promotions girl. So basically between Jennifer and Bailey, you mm -hmm. kind of had that Gilligan's Island, right. uh, Marianne yeah, exactly. or Ginger, who's mm -hmm. hotter because these two, as, as, as subdued as she was, she's that quiet, hot one. This one's marching around trying to be hot. She knows she is. Yeah. But yeah. This, this group, the second I started working in radio, I'm like, no fucking way. They yeah. all exist. And they're, I yeah, got to see all this real. show. I've they're never seen it. Dude, oh it's gosh, so they're all they're all just an amalgamation of every salesperson or programmer oh or news. Herb Tarlick. Look yeah. at the if you can see look at look at the shoulder pad oh, on his fucking suit. suit. He had the worst suits. He had like plaid jackets. He was like skeevy. Oh, and wow. That looks and like a used Glenn Campbell suit a little oh, bit. He was one of the best characters. I mean, he oh, was my God. So, this guy, this yeah. guy, I love this guy. He, he used to have tape around his desk where he wanted his walls because they would never give him walls. Yeah, so he, he would tape walls and you would have to come up and go and pretend yeah, to knock. To pretend otherwise, to knock he wouldn't on the door. acknowledge you. Right. It was. Oh, it's so good. That but, box yeah, set kind of looks like a, a Zoom reunion box set. Oh, like dude. the 70s. Yeah. DVD. Here we go. Look at that. Oh, look at Venus flytrap. Oh, man. look at that. The oh, dad is sister, sister. Right? <laughs> there's the there's the there's the crew again. I gotta go rewatch these. It's so fun. Oh, yeah, this show is so amazing. And Mommy. Oh, yeah. Lonnie Anderson back in the day. Oh my Holy god. Holy shit. Yeah. Yes. Like Andy Travis. He was the he like can, he was the even keeled guy, which is he rolls like, in as a country music program director right. to get brought in. And I think WKRP at the time was playing like oldies. And yeah. he said, fuck it, we're switching it to a rock and roll station. Right. The first episode, it it's it, it's not digitally remastered. That's the only problem because it still looks like an old right shitty yeah. TV. Well, like, if you put it on like a you know what? I'd rather it look like that. Right. Right. I'd, rather, I'd rather have the analog feel. To there, he is, the there he is. Dr. Johnny Fever. Do you remember when Dr. Johnny Fever, uh, they tapped him to host a disco show? Oh, I don't you think so. That? And he changed, no. it, he changed his name to some fucked up name. And he dyed his, <laughs> he dyed his hair dark, but only <laughs> from, from the ears down because he would what? wear a cap for some reason. <laughs> yeah. And then he like lost his mind and became like a huge disco guy. And then all of a sudden realized what he was doing. And then he left, he left because he got a job in California because some, some DJ in California said booger on the air and he got fired and right. Yeah. And so he went out there and, uh, and took his job, but then he came back because he said, Oh, you can say booger now, but you just, and I remember reading his lips. He said, you just can't say fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and so they fired him i remember that he came back and he was like their overnight guy and he was sleeping yeah. in the in the i was gonna say his face looks home. like he did the overnight shift oh, oh no, he, he did was, he, he did morning guy well he was overnights but then travis put him on mornings and he was just like right. dude i don't fucking i can't oh, do that yeah. shit I'm, I'm i'm asleep at six in the morning oh yeah he was there was a lot of drug references and he was yeah he was great. I've become what, a Dr. Johnny. That, that, oh, my God. That is exactly why I got into radio. I'm like, I want to be that guy. And I've acted like that. Yeah, it looked like fun, right? It looked like Total fun. fun. Total you thought, fun. You, you thought you'd meet Bailey Quarters at some point. And you did at some, you know. Oh, God. Yeah, I've met a few. We had, we had uh, at AAF, we had Jackie Wells. 
who was yes. basically Bailey Quarters, just this yep. young, beautiful promotions director. And then we had, um, you know, several different uh, directors of first impressions who were like Lonnie Anderson. We had uh, yep. Ashley Waters, yep, you know, and we had a bunch of uh, people like that. And uh, it's just amazing how they nailed the characters. Oh, my God. That yeah. show, Josh, you have to watch that. It's like it's like not watching private parts by Howard Stern if you're in radio. Are you fucking right. kidding? Yeah. Go watch it and laugh. It's just it's so so campy when you watch it. I remember one of the shows when uh Dr. Johnny Fever, you realize that moment you have power when he told the people of Cincinnati to take garbage down to the, the front steps of the of oh, yeah. the town hall. Yeah. And everybody fucking did it. And he's like, Jesus Christ, people are actually listening to me. Yeah, and he got he got freaked out and he got like stage fright. He's like, oh fuck, I don't even know what to say next. They're actually listening to me. Dude, I got I got a I got a similar story. So Every year at Easter, which is coming up here, I would call yep. it the zombie holiday on the air <laughs> at AM because, you know, Jesus came up, he came back from the dead. Right? Walking dead. And then what do you do when you go to church? You drink his blood and you eat his body, right? Wow. You, when wow. you take communion, this is the blood of Christ, yep. this is the yep. body. You eat the now body. you're making it scary. Like, that's a zombie. That's the, yeah, right. that's an undead person and you're eating blood, you're drinking blood and you're eating flesh. So I used to go on and say that and say, this is a zombie holiday and stuff like that. And all we got, got letters. There were letters printed in the telegram and Gazette saying I was disgusting. My and God. Then one Easter, um, somebody spray painted, oh. enjoy your zombie holiday on the side of a church. <laughs> in <like Auburn. laughs> enjoy like, your zombie holiday. Jackie, Jackie what's up? Said. What's up? Hey, there you are. Can you hear me? Yes. Okay. Should I go inside? I'm out in the balcony here. Oh, where are you? You're good. I'm in. I'm in Maui. No, you're not. Are you? Yeah. I'll make you guys. Well, if it was DC, I'd say get off the balcony. But I think. Oh. Oh oh, my God. I was going to say no. You're not. You're in Revere. That's not Revere. (laughs) That's not Revere. I know Revere, and that ain't Revere. That's not Revere, man. (laughs) How's Maui? What's going on out in Maui? Shit. It's a lot less COVID. Yeah. Uh, my, my, you know, my daughters are, are on in both at college, both at uh, USC, unfortunately, or fortunately. Um, and, uh, <laughs> but they're online. So they've been kind of, my wife wanted to give them a little break. And we have a timeshare that we always swap out for, but we were giving away crazy deals for like a week for like a thousand bucks. And uh, we just, you know, we got a break from, because they're in school that, you know, they got some money back from not much, but, you know, so at least give them something to look forward to and have something to, kind of do they're doing the homework at home as we'll do it from Hawaii you know in two hours right two hour time change from LA you know they're done at like two in the afternoon here you know 12, 12 noon sometimes so they get the whole day you know that's awesome that's, yeah. that's awesome now is Hootie the blowfish Maui. playing out there I noticed you got a hoodie shirt on uh, no I just they're buddies of mine I, I done their I do the celebrity tournament every year they get a golf tournament down in uh Myrtle Beach no. Yeah, you're a huge you're a huge golf guy, right? I mean, you do. Uh, yeah, you know, I mean, I, I'm a big I'm a golf nut, you know. I don't, yeah. I don't, I'm not huge in anyone else's mind, but I'm a big golf nut. <laughs> no, but that's what I meant. You're like you're you're wicked into golf. You do a lot. Yeah. You work a lot of tournaments. You play a lot of golf and stuff like that. I yeah. Mean, you know, people think golf the golf is like the gentleman's sport, but on I, maybe it's just the celebrity golf tournaments that I've been involved with. But there's it's been a lot of. Uh, drinking and nudity and <laughs> cocaine and debauchery i don't know wow. if you went into that same kind of thing in your golf tournaments but uh it's that's disc golf yeah, every tournament i went to was like it was run by john daly it seemed like yeah 
Yeah, he he does uh, the Hootie and the Blowfish tournament every year, and I see him there. We go on his bus, and and uh, he's not afraid of Crown Royal. Let's just say that. <laughs> <laughs> he is definitely not the picture image of a pro golfer but he doesn't give a fuck in the in the words of don gavin you know he drinks pretty much when he's awake you know Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. well he's the best dressed golfer out there i can say that for sure oh my, my god <laughs> speaking of golfing that whole situation with tiger woods what the fuck oh geez uh, yeah like, i think it has something to do unfortunately with his meds you know on his back and he may be some ambient or who knows i mean i think you know but, you know, in his defense, that road's treacherous. So Yeah. Well, that's what I was you know, thinking. He was probably like, rushing to make the call time, you know. And, yeah. uh, who knows? He what happened to Tiger Woods? I, I am living well, in a shell. Where have you been? I've been. about that, Josh? He, nope. he had a car accident. He, like, shattered. I think he shattered, like, was it his ankle, Jackie? And yeah, his leg. His tibia or something. He's lucky he's alive. Yeah. Oh, my God. And he spent all that time working on recovery with the back and to get back yeah. to where he was. I mean, if you look, Josh, if you yeah. just Google Tiger Woods car crash, that car crash, you look at that and go, how did he not die? Yeah. It was. Yeah, uh, Yikes. Yeah, he not had a good. Car, thankfully. It was a good car. That's for sure. Brand new. I, and had all the, all the bells and whistles for safety features. So, I, so you I know, know what? I, I know he's come back from a lot. <laughs> yeah, yes. But I don't think I think this is this. This is it for not like he's this might be it. Yeah. You know, I mean, he's had an amazing well, if career. Him up, if anyone can come back from anything, it's Tiger. He's an animal. Yeah, right. right. Yeah, very true. Yeah, Jackie, so we're looking at all the stuff that you've done. You've got this long career, but I really like this. Ready? <clears throat> you ready for this? Hmm. Yeah. Made from a secret family recipe of scrumptious fried dough is always light, airy, hot, and delicious. Each piece is individually stretched and then flash fried to golden perfection jackie we yes. use only the finest natural ingredients and no preservatives how dare you motherfuckers it doesn't say that at yeah. anna's we pay attention to every detail to ensure our customers receive a perfect fried dough every time it's no secret anna's has the best reputation in fried dough there you go that's your and business man I'm that's is that your family that. business that is my mom is anna of anna's fried dough uh, you know, of Boston, at least Boston notoriety. Uh, we were in Faneuil Hall Marketplace for years and uh, all around mm. the, the fairs, you know, uh, you know, Springfield, the Big E, uh, Topsfield Fair, Marshfield Fair, and uh, Woodstock Fairgrounds there in uh, Connecticut. So, but, you know, we did a carnivals and fairs. We were, we were in Gillette Stadium forever, too. Oh, my God. When I, growing up at the Topsfield Fair, I, when, yeah. when Josh sent that to me, I'm like, wait a minute. You mean like the Anna's fried mm -hmm. dough? He's like, yeah, the. I'm like, holy yeah. shit, we got to talk yeah, about we that. Have like, we have like nine stands there. Right? We used to have a lot more. Wow. It's, is it still, it's still in operation? Yeah, it's uh, limping along. You know, we uh, tried a couple different routes with uh, my dad tried franchising. We had Faneuil Hall and we opened up in Baltimore and Miami and a couple places, but it was just really hard to get anyone to you know, do the right thing and send you your royalties. And uh, it's right. really, it was really bad. You know, unless you're a big multinational corporation, it can, you know, have, you know, bean counters all over it and everything, mm -hmm. you know, what you're doing, it's hard, you know, for a mom and pop, hardest thing to go from a mom and pop to a, a big deal. Then we had it frozen for a while. We were selling it frozen to BJ's wholesale clubs and uh, Sam's club. And, and it's just, uh, it's just hard. It's just hard to, you know, get the, you got to get contract bakers to make it and mass produce it. And it's just, it's just a big deal. Now, is All there right. any like competition in the fried dough business? Like, do you have like an enemy like Blinks fried dough on Hampton Beach? <laughs> uh, not, not really. I mean, there was somebody doing uh, other fried dough like frozen. I mean, we were like one of the original guys doing it, and uh, 
you know, imitation is the greatest form of flattery, obviously. Yes. And, uh, we, uh, we, uh, we have a great product. I mean, most of the, the closest competitor, if you try their dough against ours, I'll, I'll bet you, no, no pun intended, dollars to donuts that you like ours better, you know? <laughs> oh, I like it. <laughs> what's what's like your it. opinion on, on putting like, like jelly on your fried dough because i know i'm a, I'm, a tra- I'm a traditionalist i yeah. i like just butter powder sugar and cinnamon but we used to do it at Faneuil hall people we had fruit toppings and pudding and people oh, do all kinds pudding. of stuff. they put in, in connecticut they have tomato sauce on it and cheese oh my well that's, that's just pizza. <laughs> i mean that's right that's all yeah. it is right with, with fried know. dough now i can see wrapping up but, a, you know, you know a couple of sausages in it or something but that's just pizza man come on well, it's, it's the, the cool thing about it was like one of the selling points we always told people if they bought it brought it home, it, it can be savory and sweet. You can put like olive oil and garlic and stuff on it if you want, mm. or you can put sweet toppings. I like it just the traditional way with butter, yeah. powdered sugar, and cinnamon. Me too. But, yeah. you know, that's the way I just, grew up with it. Ju- anyway. Just below that on the website that I read, it just says right here, our great tasting dough can be enhanced with an endless array of toppings such as, there it is, marinara sauce, Parmesan cheese, peanut butter and jelly, honey, yep. sea salt, olive yep. oil, and French uh, fresh garlic. But you're right. Powdered yeah. sugar. I love that. Cinnamon. Easy. Yeah. Maple syrup could be not bad. Now, this, is, this, this is like when we were on the air at AF and like something like Shu would say something like putting whipped cream on pudding. And it'd be like, I never heard of that. I've never heard of putting anything on fried dough. You're right. Yeah. yeah, exactly. You shouldn't really. In my humble opinion. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> Leave it alone. You know, to each his own. Yeah. And you recommend it says ice cream. Try coffee. Done. <laughs> Yeah. I feel good. Go visit, go visit Anna's fried dough.com and buy, where can I get some like close? I, I live on the North shore. Where can I go? Well, you know what? Right now we, because of COVID and other, and other things, we've kind of scaled back that part of it, the, the mail order part, but yep. you know, we're hoping they open up the fairs again, but that's the first order of business. You know, we didn't have any fairs yep. this whole year, you know? Right. So uh, in August Marshfield fair, I'm hoping should be open because I'm thinking by then, 90% of the people should be vaccinated, or if not 100% of them, you know, it's, right. it's usually mid-August, and then going forward, hopefully we'll be all right, you know? Probably. I hope so, because I miss the fair food. I miss the fried oh. dough and the steak on a stick, yeah. and, you know, the giant waffle cone filled with gummy yeah. bears and ice cream, <laughs> you know, all that stuff. And I'm Deep using, fried Oreos. Yeah, all the health can, food. Yeah, yes. all the stuff, exactly. And then you eat all that shit and get on the tilt-a-whirl and puke. Right, yeah, exactly. What could go wrong? Yeah. <laughs> The Matterhorn, you know, that was my favorite ride. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, let's, so let's talk about Loudermilk. And to be quite honest, I, I never watched, I never watched the show, but I've been watching a bunch of trailers and clips and things like that. And well, join the crowd because it was, nobody saw it. It was on a direct TV's audience channel and about seven people had it. So, uh, <laughs> that helps. well, I was yeah. going to, I was going to talk about that. You, so you started on this, like this AT&T audience select channel or something. Yeah. Which I never heard of, and then you then you got on Netflix and stuff, and now you're going to be on Amazon, right? Yeah. Well, we weren't on Netflix, but what happened was Directv had a channel called the Audience Channel, which was their like kind of original program, you know, programming. They had like uh, you know Stephen King miniseries was on there, and a couple other shows, yep. and it was decent. You know, the Dan Patrick show was on there for a while. Okay. And uh, so, but then when HBO and you know AT&T bought HBO, and they all they all that merge or whatever. Then they started HBO Plus, and so they decided to take the audience channel and turn it into like a preview station for HBO, uh, HBO Max. I mean, not Plus, HBO Max. And then, uh, so now we were kind of SOL. We were looking for a, a home, and so finally, after a year, you know, Amazon uh, is going to download them all. Uh, well, the first two seasons this Friday, and then a month later, they're going to drop season three. 
and then hope the hope is is that if it you know people like it which they've already it's already been around in the uk and amazon prime in the uk and canada excuse me in prime in canada but not around here and in new nice. zealand a couple of places it has gotten really good reviews and i think i think if people like it i'll, I'll put it up against any show i think it's i'm not just because i'm involved with it it's, it's a it's really darkly funny it's you know it's peter farrelly you know the farrelly brothers and uh bobby mort uh, uh you know created it with peter stars ron livingston from office space and he's Will awesome so from, I don't know if you remember Will from, you know, obviously from He Mad was TV. on, uh, wasn't he on on uh, Fox TV? No, what was that show? Mad TV. He's just on a new show Mad called TV. Really Fall, I think. United right. We yeah. Fall or something like that. And then uh, he's been on a bunch of stuff. And then Brian Regan, comedian Brian Regan. Yeah, yes. I love him. Yeah, so, he's great. So we got some, it's a good cast. And, uh, you know, like I said, I hope, the hope is that Amazon sees how good it does and wants to produce more seasons. That's because Peter Farley envisioned this doing, you know, seven, eight seasons, you know, when he first did it. So we've only done three. So, I'd love to get a couple more done. It's amazing to me that it, cause it's just, you have such a stellar cast and the writing oh. seems to be really great that yeah. it's just, it, it wouldn't be huge, but I, you know, I dare say it. And there's a lot of great shows that I love like freaks and geeks was a great show and stuff. Yeah. It may be like too smart. I don't know. Has anyone yeah. ever said that to you? Like it was just, sometimes no. shows are just too well written. You know, I don't think so. I don't think we have that problem. I think it, it's really relatable. I mean, it's it takes all takes place in a twelve step program type thing, like an AA meeting. Yep. They can't use AA because it's proprietary, but uh, they use they call it sober life. I think, and uh, you know, I, there's all the characters around them every day in the meeting, and then you know you explore. You know, you go off in little offshoots. Like I'm, my character's a, a bookmaker, and, and I play Tony, and and I'm a recovering alcoholic bookmaker, so it's not a stretch. You know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> You know, but uh, uh, I place a couple bets here and there, have a couple I've drinks. A couple of, I've done my share of drinking. So at any rate, uh, it's uh, <laughs> it's good, though. And then, you know, there's all the different stuff. And, you know, uh, what it, it deals with a lot of really serious topics like addiction and, you know, heroin use and all that. And but yet in a darkly comedic way, like uh, which I like, I think uh, I think you'll really be happy. Jimmy Dunn is another comedian in Boston. Uh, oh, yeah. Guy. Oh, uh, yeah. Jimmy uh, wrote a couple episodes with me and Pete and uh, and really uh, some really good stuff, you know, so. Hopefully it'll. So, uh, well, I'm sorry. Um, so let me ask: Have you had experience, like real experience in AA? I mean, I watched an interview with Ron Livingston who said he sat in just to kind of yeah. do research and stuff like that. But have you have you had like real AA experience, or did you do I, the same thing as Ron Livingston? I, I really didn't. I'm not that dedicated of an actor. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, there's no method, but, uh, right? you, know, that, you know, and uh, my my craft has suffered for it. You know, but no, I, I you know, I, I get the feel. It's pretty much, you know, it's not a. I don't know if it's something you have to do, you know, but um, but hey, look, Ron's like Ron is really committed. I mean, I, I'll tell you, we go up there and we shoot for about a month straight up in Vancouver. Believe it or not, we do the whole season in about a month because the way they shoot it, you know, hmm. and. Uh, Ron doesn't drink the whole time. Even you know, when we go on a weekend, we go to the bar, like you know, we're done rapping for the day, and he just he's keeping in that character for the whole oh, month, which I think is pretty impressive just to do it, right. just, yeah. you know, because he wants that be you know in the moment. You know, he's really he's wonderful. I mean, they're all we got a great cast. I you know I, I can't say enough about the cast and uh and uh, you know they they all everyone is so giving and sharing and no there's no egos, which so it's, it's really great. So if they're taking the first two seasons and plopping that down on Amazon this week, when was the last time you filmed? Was it in 18 or 19? Uh, it was almost two. Yeah, it was almost uh, almost two years ago now. Yeah, okay. I think it'll be two years in uh, in August, a year and a half ago, maybe. Right, you know? right. And it, was supposed and to, it was supposed to have come out like a year and a half ago in, in the fall. Like, you know, it should have came out, like I think, 2019, like no, November, October. And then we were waiting and then we didn't hear and then they 
At first, they were going to say they put it on HBO Max, but they wanted to wait a whole year. And Pete didn't want to do that, which turns out now, obviously, it almost ended up being like a year anyway. But, you know, but it's good because I'm glad to be on Amazon. Everybody has Amazon Prime is is a rule, you know. And and like I said, I'm I'm hoping for me, it's a win because as a comedian, I hope to make some hay, you know, because now I can hopefully, you know, I've been doing stand up for almost 35 years. And now I can maybe, you know, get some people to come in and see, see my comedy show. You know, being that you know, being Jackie Flynn from Loudermilk now. You know, right, I mean, I just, right. You know, so. Well, I don't know. I don't know if moving to Amazon's good. I mean, they seem like they're struggling these days. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah I don't know. right. I wouldn't want to be Jeff Bezos. You I know, know right? I don't know how, does, <laughs> how does he get up out of bed every morning? I mean, well, you get up with the help of four soft-handed servants. Yes, who, yes. You know, right. Rise. at the same time. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. You don't move your own body for crying out loud. Well, I'm really excited about this because to really dig yeah. into it, because I, I mean, just the bits and pieces I've watched and tried to put together, you know, the Loudermill character to me is is somebody who I wish I was. And I know that's not a great example. Like, I guess I could say, oh, I wish I was like Gandhi, you know, <laughs> or something, someone better than that. But it's it's like this guy's got he just doesn't give a fuck. And he says oh. how he says what he feels. Yeah. And I know probably if if I was more like that, I'd probably be like him. I'd have less friends and my family would be, you know, avoiding <laughs> yeah. me and stuff like that. But I don't know. Yeah. It just seems like I look at that and he's like saying what I'm thinking. You know, yeah, he's one of those guys. His character is kind of like, you know, how we all have like the curmudgeon like, uh, you know, friend or uncle that's, that's got a great heart. But he's just kind of like, you know, he's got his, his opinionated and kind of, you know, he's got a rough around the edges. You know, life like, annoys really him. He, he cares about people, though, you know. Yeah, he cares, but he he has no tolerance for bullshit. It seems. No, exactly, right? exactly. That's exactly <laughs> Which it. It's kind of a fault, I guess. You know, when dealing with people. Yeah. But I feel like that may have that may have started when his character in Office Space. You know, after being hypnotized, he went from dealing with it to I don't give a fuck, <laughs> right. yeah, and yeah, I don't want right. to come to work today, and I'm not paying my bills yeah. today because exactly. I don't fucking want to. Yeah, exactly. And this is this that that might have been because I remember seeing him in this uh, in, in in Office Space. And then the next time I saw him was Band of Brothers, which oh, yeah. was totally yeah, like, yeah, I forgot was in that. wow. And, and then, then I saw actor. and I saw some of the trailers for this and I'm like, that's going back to the office space days after the, the hip, uh, when he got hypnotized, he says, I don't give a fuck. I'm not going to work. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of how I feel right now, quitting drinking. So I, you know, yeah. I, Josh is having a baby Jackie, so he quit drinking. Yeah. Congratulations, Josh. That's thank great. you, thank you. I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure about. No, usually the, qu- the wife, usually the woman commit, quits drinking, so you know not to affect the baby. You really don't have to worry about that. Yeah, well, she, she strongly suggested it. So. Yeah. <laughs> and then I picked yeah. a date, and then I was thinking, well, the baby's going to be here in May, so let's start in March. And then as soon as I started, I was like, I think that was a little premature. I don't. Maybe we'll yeah. start at May first. I don't know. I feel like I feel like his sponsor when I talk to him each night. I check up on him. first. I said I would do it with him. I quickly realized I was lying. Right. That, that lasted until my dinner time. You know what it is? It's funny. I mean, not, not thankfully. I mean, uh, you know, I don't know how I can't speak to you guys, but like myself, you know, I enjoy drinking. But I don't you know, I, I really I know in my heart of hearts. I don't have a problem with alcohol. I quit, you know, here and there. But I mean, I just it's hard because I'll quit for a month at a time just to do it and get healthy and, and work out and lose some weight. But then, like, something always comes up, like, hey, we're going to have the barbecue. And, you know, you got to have a beer. I mean, I'm not sitting there getting drunk. You know, I just, you know, have a beer. You know, it's like, it's like, well, God, it. it's really yeah. hard. Yeah, it's really hard to quit on. drinking for a long time. If you're not, obviously, if you have issues with drinking, you know, by all means, you've got to quit. You know, you. So, you, wait, you're you, saying moderation? What does that mean? Yeah, I know. It's hard. I can, I'm, I'm lucky. I'm very, I don't have that. 
I don't have an addictive personality. I mean, people, you know, will spend like two or three days with me and then they don't even think about me anymore. You know, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but that's like I my my wife was saying like well you know like maybe just have like one or two and then like maybe every other day what? I'm like if I if I'm drinking I'm drinking I'm gonna have that's, one you're an all or nothing guy I got yeah. I got buddies like that you know we all know that guy you know that just you know if it's like you know it's it's, it's all in you know what I mean it's mm -hmm. like if you're yeah in for a penny in for a pound and my but my neighbor's like that he'll he won't drink for a week at a time and he'll drink and he'll you know he won't have two or three he'll just be. Like, like going out to a restaurant. She, like, well, if you get one, just get one. I'm like, I, I don't understand that. Like, even with ice yeah. cream, I go until I hit the bottom. I don't, I'm not going to have yeah. some ice cream. I'm eating the ice cream. <laughs> yeah. I feel, I, 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 for me, it's like, I actually enjoy a, a taste of beer. And I like a glass of wine with dinner once in a while. You know, or, you know, I did, I quit for a month. And, uh, you know, and, and the only thing I missed was like, you know, just uh, some beer in my oatmeal in the mornings. But other than that, oh. I was fine with it. You know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I noticed you said you like to yeah. you like to case of beer. I caught that. You didn't say I like beer. You said I like a case of beer. <laughs> no, no, the taste of beer. I enjoy it. I enjoy oh, I thought you said case of beer. Of beer. <laughs> no, no, and that too. I mean, you know, I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid of alcohol. Dude, uh, beer, beer in your oatmeal is bad news. You should try something a little healthier, like blackberry brandy. All right, yes. that probably yes. tastes a little better. And you get the you get the fruit in there a little bit right. too. You get so your serving of fruit, which is recommended yeah. by the government. Yeah. Or or Jack put the beer in Cheerios. That way, it you know you, you lower your <laughs> cholesterol while you're doing it. At too. the same oh, time, it's medicinal. Know. It's strictly medicinal. Oh That's yeah. Right. So, yeah. So over the weekend, Jackie Mike went to visit his 100 year old grandmother, and he came back with some questionable alcohol. Yeah, my mother's um, moving, so she emptied her liquor cabinet, and she was just like, "Just take all this booze with you." I'm like, "Okay, well." Sure, I'll drive, uh, you know, through four states with half full bottles of booze that have been opened. So when I get pulled over, the cop's not going to think anything, right? No. Yeah, what could go wrong? <laughs> That's where you got that. You just mentioned what, what kind of blueberry, what, blackberry, what? Blackberry brandy. Yeah. yeah. Bottles like 10 years old. Oh, my so, mom's got stuff like that. You wouldn't believe it's got, you know, it's, it's, uh, you have to use carbon dating to find out how old it is. Right, right. It's always the bottle of Galliano. That's, yes, always the that? oldest, that's always the Those oldest bottle. Are yeah. you, Mike, are you old enough to remember the Harvey Wallbanger days? Oh, when it was yes. A big drink? Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Everybody had Galliano in their house. Yes. Yeah. And then they they made a few of those and then it sat there half full for about 20 years. Yeah. And <laughs> it, was, it was like, it was about four foot long. Right, it was a long, bottle. Yeah. yeah. What yeah. was the, what was the first booze go around the horn? The first booze that you sampled for me i remember sneaking into my parents liquor cabinet and it was mount gay and that shit tastes oh, awful that's a good rum though i i, like I, I but that was the first thing i sipped to try to sneak it it like burned my face <laughs> I, you know I, I think my my first one i ever tried but it was it was sanctioned by my parents because my mom used to drink calor and milk like one of those like sombreros like a real oh, like, yeah. kind of a, yeah. a wuss kind of wussy drink you know and uh she would uh she give me a little sip of the chlor and you know milk you know like a, you know it's almost like a white Russian I guess without the yep. vodka in it you know right and right. uh it was you know like, that was my first like ooh alcohol you know like, right like, about you I'm Josh get more from cough syrup you know but. <laughs> right yeah yeah or mouthwash my first yeah. uh my first alcohol was um actually it was I was five <laughs> it was Jimmy. It was, I, I don't want to get them in trouble, but it was 1996. So I think, you know, the time has passed, but it was at a place called Frank's Steakhouse. And that's in Cambridge, I believe, or yeah, Arlington. Yeah, I know exactly where that is. Yeah. yeah. And <laughs> my parents would bring, we, they'd go out to eat there all the time. And I ordered a Coke and it came over and I, I drank it and I spit it all over the table because it was disgusting. <laughs> my parents were so pissed and my dad took a sip and he was like, 
that's a rum and coke. <laughs> but uh, we no, my first like actually drinking, we we used to go out in the woods, me and my buddy Tony, and we'd just like mix whatever his parents had. We'd put it in a like a giant water bottle, and oh. we, we used to call it yak piss. I don't know what it was, but um, yeah, we just drank that in a hole in the woods. So that's gross. <laughs> you, Mike? Oh, my dad used to let me sip his scotch. I think that started when I was like 10 and I was just curious. And I, I'll always, you know, that PD, he was like a J and B guy at first, yeah. you know, and then like, it was a cut. Yeah, my dad used thing. to drink that. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. So it was always that on the rocks. And so that was, you know, Hey, he, he moved up to Glenn Levitt eventually. So yeah, yeah. yeah he moved up in the world a little I bit. Can't I can't touch him. I remember the first time trying uh beer like you know my dad would always give me a little sip it's funny because he'd give me you know when i was like 12 13 he'd give me a little like maybe not even a shot of beer but before dinner sometimes and you get your like an appetizer like and i remember like it would make me like hungry almost like and i was like wow <laughs> but i remember like not knowing how he could tell the difference between budweiser and a heineken like it all tasted like beer to me like, it was, like oh, right you know, yeah you yeah. couldn't get the subtleties you know now i i understand but i was like how can you tell the difference between this and narragansett or you know he'd drink schlitz narragansett budweiser and he went to a beck's beer he was on his like oh, german fancy. kick you know oh and, uh, did, he, did he ever make the night special and then break out the low and brow? You know, Ooh. yeah. Or yeah, you're doing St. Pauli girl. Oh, whoa! Was, oh, what about? Hold on, PBR. Let's go. Oh, yeah, yeah, PBR. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Oh, actually, hold on, Jackie. Um, we we have a caller into the podcast. I hope that's okay. Did you ever drink with uh, this guy in your childhood? Oh boy, my dad, Jimmy Donuts. Jimmy. Donuts. I, I, Connect to I, audio. I don't know if I, I'm not sure if I drank with Jimmy. I played a lot of street hockey with him, but I don't know if I drank with him. <laughs> I mean, let's say I'm trying to work out technology there we go. over there. Hello? I can hear you now. There you go. Hey, hey sure. Jimmy. Hey, Jackie. How are you? What's up, buddy? We're talking about drinking on Ariel Street for the first time. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I. I, t- I tell you something funny story, unrelated, but what there was drinking involved with my my dad and, and the neighbors, like maybe Mr. McCormick and somebody else, and uh, and we used to have bats in the neighborhood, you know, uh, you know, summertime, oh, yeah. you know, the bats be all over the backyard. We had the, like the woods there and stuff, and like I think about it today, where I live in my neighborhood, my dad and his friends, they'd be drunk, and then my dad would break out his twelve gauge shotgun and be shooting the bats, like, with them. <laughs> they're all taking shots. Drinking, oh. like what could go wrong there? You know, I mean, yeah, really, right? and, and us kids were standing around laughing, like you know, they, they got beers going, you know, twelve gauge shotgun in the neighborhood and just shooting bats. I mean, uh, yeah. I think about how crazy that is now. You know, it was yeah. a simpler time. You know, we played lawn yeah. darts. You know, yeah. it was just it was oh, yeah. good times. Yeah, you put an eye out. Who cares? You got another one. Right. Right. <laughs> Jimmy, love the WAF shirt, brother. You're representing old school. Oh yeah. You know this shirt causes more conversation than anything else you wear. You know, you wear black and gold, say, hey, go Bruins, something like that. People stop me and want to know, well, what, you know, do, were you involved with AAF somehow? And I tell them, you yeah. know, of course, Josh was there. And that, and that was the station the I'd, I'd always listen to that station mostly. And I did a lot of it with uh, Greg Hill and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, LB and all those guys. Mm-hmm. I, I was, uh, tell them I said hi. Do you guys still converse with those guys a lot or do you oh, yeah, yeah I, just with, uh, I just talked with lb last week and uh give me a favor give him my love i will absolutely he's doing he's doing well he's um you know he had some hip replacement problems and uh and then uh, you know obviously he drank like you know for the five of us pretty much yeah. for 20 years but he's Ooh. actually like off of that he's taking care of himself now he's actually doing Good. all right so he's he's Good. yeah he's how he's, about how about hillman is he hanging in there he's doing well 
Oh yeah, he's he over on up. WEEI now. He, yeah, so he, they moved he, the morning show over to EEI because WAF yeah. got sold to K Love a year ago. So yeah. that station's not even around anymore. Yeah. Give me a favor, say hi to him for me if you guys talk to Hillman. Absolutely. I haven't seen him forever. Yeah, I was at uh, LB's house today. He was he was sh- he was showing off how he can walk with a walker now. I mean, he was he was yeah. <laughs> he made it all the way to the kitchen today. Yeah, <laughs> and that's yeah. with no hips. Yeah, he couldn't walk. Why right? did he just? Why did he have some hip surgery or something? Well, he had hip, yeah. he had hip replacement, and then he he one of the hips that they gave him was messed up, so they had to replace that, and then he got oh, no. like an infection, yeah. and so they had to take the hip out. So he had like a missing hip for a little while. Yeah, for yeah. like five and, months, just no hip. Oh, so it had to heal. Everything had to heal up before they could do it again. I yeah. guess. Yeah, yeah. Right. Then you add in, you know, the drinking, and then the twenty years of getting punched in the head, you know, by professionals. <laughs> you yeah. know, that'll and that'll so, do it. Yeah, he's he's yeah. Pay, you know he's paying the bill for the five lives he's led. You know, but he's he's doing okay. He's doing much better than he was, like say, a couple of years ago. Okay, but he's still the healthiest unhealthy person you'd ever want to meet. <laughs> yeah. You know? yeah. Didn't, he have, didn't, he have a, didn't he recently have a kid not too long ago? Uh, well, uh, no. How old's Will? Uh, I think he just now, turned right? eleven. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. That's how long it's been since I've even talked to LB. I remember when he was having a kid. <laughs> right. Right. It's been a few minutes. Yeah, I remember his son's a goalie. He's a hockey player and he's a goalie too. So oh, okay, he's, he's crazier than his father apparently. I remember you and LB being on a show that I just loved. I I, I have it on VHS. I oh, watch the, it from the time camp, to time. The camping one, Charlie Moore's. Yes, right. With Charlie Ruffin Moore. It. Ruffin. Yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. Who else was on with me? Was wasn't like uh, Ken Linsman or somebody else on? With yeah, you? it was Ken Linsman and it was uh, Paul Nardizzi. And me. Yeah. Yeah. But it wasn't LB. Was LB on my one? No. Yeah, LB was on that one. Was L- he, LB was with me? Yeah. yeah. For some reason, yep. I think it's because I watched so many of them that I couldn't remember. Because I remember Steve Grogan was on, but I think he was on with a buddy of mine, not me. Steve Grogan, right. uh, you know, the quarterback was on with the... Yeah, I think it was but always two was... comics and two athletes, right? Yeah, so it was me and Nardizzi and LB and the Lindsman, maybe? Yeah. Was that it? The Rat? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, hey, how do you... Jim, how do you and Jack know each other? Around? We grew up, we grew up on the same street in Arlington. Oh, nice! Yeah. Aerial okay. Street. We actually had many epic street hockey games on yeah. Aerial Street. T Bar, John McDermott. Remember when yep. uh, the big boys would come in too? Jackie Cahill. Remember those guys? Up, oh yeah. Up, up above, Jackie played for Matignon. He was a he was an unbelievable hockey player. Yep. We're in dropping real, I mean, a lot of ice, names but, this episode. I love yeah. it. <laughs> now, was, the, was there any uh was there any street hockey games that involved the the 12 gauge shotgun no no oh. no but i do have a story you might have forgot i think i told you once jack your fam your family was having a fourth of july cookout yeah and me and one of the other kids from the neighborhood said hey do you want to go spy on the flins see what the, what's going on in their party and i said sure so we're creeping through the woods and Somehow it caught your father's attention that there were people out there. Say, hey, who's in there? And he said, Jack, go get my gun. Jesus. And, and, you, and you said, which one? He <laughs> said, the rifle. <laughs> so we just took off. Oh, jeez. I don't, I don't know I remember, remember that, that but story it, once, it wouldn't but... surprise me. <laughs> <laughs> you almost got the shot pistol. by Jackie Flynn. Yeah. The pistol <laughs> or the uh, rifle? Yeah. Which one do you want? <laughs> get me the long, long range. <laughs> jeez. That was his kill zone. I, I do remember playing street hockey, and I remember the goalie. Jimmy, I don't know if you were a goalie at the time or somebody, but like went to save the, you know, save the, the shot and the, 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 the you know, the, the blade of the uh, goalie stick 
caught my eye right here and just, I mean, I missed putting my eye out maybe by an eighth Ooh. of an inch. They, they put like a, a butterfly stitch on it. It was so close. You know, it went up to the hospital, whatever I did. And uh, wasn't me. I remember that had like, a might have been whoever was in net. I can't remember. It was so long ago. I, I think I remember. I was, I was like, like wow, you know. Those are some epic games, though, man. I, to this day, I, I look back at those and, and, and miss those. That, that was so much fun. We play all yep. day long. That sounds like that yeah, would be played. a good uh, Fairly Brothers movie, just a street yeah. hockey movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Then we used to play. Jimmy, you remember we used to play football too, and like Lauren Boudreaux would play. And, you yeah. know, <laughs> she'd be like a linebacker. She'd be running through people too. Right, right. Very athletic girl. Yeah, I do remember the football games too. Yeah. Crazy. What one one thing I noticed on your site, Jackie? It's like everybody's site when you click on dates, it's pretty empty. I mean, when 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 do you think or see potentially you getting back out and doing any any gigs anywhere, or are you doing some right now? Yeah, in, you know, in I, capacity? I, I did. I did. It's been almost a year, and wow. I went from March sixteenth. I, I was I was in Florida, supposedly going to go do a gig uh, <laughs> in Naples uh, for St. Patty's Day, and they canceled it literally on the fifteenth. I think you know the March. So the sixteenth, the next day, I got on a plane. Flew back to home in uh, you know uh, California, and and I've been there since. And then I had one gig in November in Florida, uh, oh. in the whole time. So it's been a year, and I did one gig. And uh, Jesus, so it's been tough. Uh, and but but my website, there would be no dates on it, even no COVID, because I, I it's woefully underserved. I'm horrible on the technical, <laughs> and, and I keep telling my the guy I set it up, please tell me how to put my dates in there. So I'm, I'm a fucking idiot when it comes to shit like that, you know. So. I can't, I, you know, no one could ever find me. So uh, I am going to try to, I promise myself I'm going to get better. And hopefully with Loudermilk, I actually will be booking a lot of dates uh, that I'm looking forward to. Because I really, really, truly love doing stand-up. It's just, uh, it's been hard for the last year, you know. I, you know yep. Obviously, as a comedian, we need a crowd. Yeah. It's a pretty tough job for a pandemic. Yeah. When, 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 when did you start doing stand-up? 1987, February. It's been 34 years this past February. Wow. Longer than oh, you've been wow. alive, which is scary as hell, John. Right? Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Where was, was the first? I was telling, you know, I was telling Greg Fitzsimmons. You know Greg Fitzsimmons? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I was telling, I talked to Greg today. I'm actually going to do his podcast. And uh, I told Fitch Dog, I said, Fitz, you know, we did a bunch of gigs together. He was reminiscing about some gig we did up in New Hampshire. And, uh, you know, uh, I've lost my train of thought here. Hold on. He said, uh, you know, I said, can't believe, oh, we're doing it. I did him so long. I said, I remember running into Jerry Seinfeld. He was playing at the Paradise, right, which was the back, back room behind Stitches Comedy Club where I started in 87. Right, this was right about 88 right, yeah. or 89. And I, and I was doing comedy about a year and a half at the time. And I watched Jerry and it was like, blew me away. You know, he did an hour show, whatever. And I said, man, I, I, you know, I, I've been doing stand-up for a year and a half. I can do like 15 minutes, 20. But I mean, I don't know how you do that. It seems at one point it was, you know, on one hand it was encouraging. On the other hand, it was debilitating because I, I, I couldn't imagine being that good. And he goes, well, you're looking at 12 years of doing comedy every night almost. And what I've gleaned out of 12 years of doing it, compacting it to 45-minute show, you know. Right. And I understand that now as a comedian that's somewhat, you know, a veteran. And but I remember thinking 12 years. Oh, my God, 12 years. I've been doing, what a professional. I've been doing, I've been doing three times that long almost. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it really put it in perspective. You know, I'm like, oh, my God, I just can't get over this. I don't know how this happened. Well, you didn't really start in the Boston area, did you, Jack? I started in uh, Boston, yeah. I was Boston Oh, you were? For, okay. You know, until, I, until I moved to L.A. in 95. I was there 87 and 95. Okay. And, was the uh, Ding Ho gone? I used, to, I used to go to the Ding Ho all the time to see Lenny Clark yeah. and... Ken Rogerson and all those guys. Yeah. I never worked at Dingo. Yeah, I never worked at Dingo, Jimmy. But uh, 
I did go there and see Lenny years ago. Uh, Ronnie Valeri and I went there one time with our dates. Oh, okay. That, that, that's how long ago that was. Uh, oh, what? Did, did you say? Did you say who's around? <laughs> you, Jimmy, did you ask me who is who is still around? Did you say? I was wondering if when you started the Ding Ho was still there. If you no, the Ding Ho is not. Did, no, when I, I started gone. the Ding Ho, had just I think went by the wayside just as I started. I never yeah. ever got to work there. I think hey, I missed Jimmy. it by a couple of years. Jimmy, can you say Ding Ho again? <laughs> ding Stop plugging ho. them. They're not around. Thank you. I just like I just like to hear Jimmy say <laughs> Ding Ho. Audio drop. Ding Ho. <laughs> I'll save it. There was nothing, nothing racist about that. The Jackie promo Flynn. for the show is going to be Jackie Flynn is on, and we're going live to the Ding Ho. Ding Ho. We're going to have some Ding Dongs at the Ding Ho. Jackie, what was your first paying gig? Where was that? Okay, that's an interesting question. Uh, <laughs> I'll tell you, how, this is how supportive my dad was. You know, my dad wanted me to go into the fried dough thing and, you know, all this, which I did, but I did it since I was a kid. You know, I used to always be a little indignant the fact that. I'd have to be selling fried dough up in Syracuse, New York, up in the state fair in the middle of summer, 110 degrees in the shade. And, you know, being a you know 12 year old kid, you know, fry over a fry later when my buddies are on Cape Cod with their families, like a normal human beings, you know, vacationing in the summertime. <laughs> and uh, I was like an indentured slave, you know. And uh, so we'd uh, be doing the fried dough. And, uh, and then so my dad didn't really love the idea of me doing stand up. But I finally got my first paid gig. I was going to uh, get forty dollars to work uh, uh, Hampton Beach, New Hampshire. I think I was opening up for either Jimmy Tingle or huh. Jay Charbonneau or somebody huh. like that at the time. And uh, and I remember telling my dad, I was all excited, you know, lived in Arlington. And it was about an hour drive, probably Arlington to Hampton Beach, give or take, you know, maybe a little less. And I said, Dad, I go, they're paying me $40 to go do 15 minutes of comedy in Hampton Beach, you know, my first paid gig, $40. He goes, $40, go to Hampton Beach. He goes, I'll give you $50 to stay the fuck home. <laughs> thanks you know he's so supportive you know that was my first that was my first gig though and uh once right before then i think i actually had it for a long time i've misplaced it but we like five comics and i got together and went to some like coffee house and we we did a little impromptu and we charged you know two dollars at the door or something and we end up work making ten dollars each you know oh, like right. you know, <laughs> and that was like my real i think that was my in earnest my first time really making any money doing comedy and i kept that ten dollar bill for a long time that's and awesome I think it's at my mom's house somewhere i can't that was again 35 years ago almost now Jeez, man i'm still waiting for my first paid gig oh <laughs> wait <laughs> you better start racking those up man you get a kid on the way so i know okay. oh, wait, wait. there's also no stand-up does your dad know that well, you're gonna have a baby oh I didn't know. Break that news, Jimmy. We forgot to tell you that. Yeah, you're going to be a grandfather. <laughs> Thanks for telling me, Josh. No problem, Josh. Is this, is, you, is this your first grandkid, Jimmy? Yes, it is. Oh, congrats! Uh, That's awesome. Thank you. Happy for you. That's awesome. We're going to fill that uh, that Coors Light fridge behind you with uh, formula. So, you know. yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> that is an awesome fridge. That is a great fridge, Jimmy. It only dispenses cause light. And every time you push a button and it dispenses a cause light, a girl says something dirty to you. Push the button. Push the button. Is that the girl that you abducted and inside the machine? There's no cause light in it. Like some kind of weird, wonderful life. And I'm not sure it's plugged in. How do you not have a plug? The angel gets its wings. (laughs) (laughs) Some perverted. <laughs> George Bailey movie. Yeah. How do you not have that fridge plugged in and stocked? 
uh, it's Josh's. And, you know, I mean, I'd like all different kinds of beers. Wanna, <laughs> they're not they're not sponsors, so I'm not going to show you. But okay. oh, all right. smart. Very good. Very good. Is that smart. a radio? Is that a radio on top of the fridge? That's not Josh's. That's an old that's an old record player. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. sweet. You got something on there right now? What do you got going on there? A little Jay Giles? I Alice don't know Cooper? if there's any vinyl in there or not. That's also not plugged yeah. in. <laughs> <laughs> this is, Josh brought this home from a bar room up in Dover, New Hampshire. I did. Okay. I stole We're it. Sad ever since. We, we did use it one fourth of July and it worked good. <laughs> you stole that from the old Kelly's Row in Dover, didn't you? I did. Well, it was upstairs from that. But oh. uh, Jackie, thank, thank, thanks for coming on, man. Yeah, Jackie, thanks. Oh for yeah, coming, I appreciate it, man. It, yeah. I'm glad you guys uh, have me on. It, I appreciate you spreading the word. Uh, but a lot of them, you know, I'm so happy myself. Even the people have more stuff to watch because during this COVID, you know, everybody's right. been asking everybody the same question: What's good to watch? What have you? Right. What, you know, I'm running right. out of things to watch. I just finished all of Pornhub, which was a little longer than I thought. <laughs> but you know, all of it. Overall, wow, pretty good. You know, that's a lot of porn. You yeah, must what be, was your favorite yeah. section? <laughs> Jeez. But uh but anyway, you know. yeah, listen, louder milk. Everybody watching louder yes. milk on Amazon. Uh by the time this you see Friday. this podcast, it should it should have already dropped the first two seasons. Mm -hmm. And what we're doing yeah. is sending good vibes that Amazon picks it up and you guys can right. go back to Vancouver and record the next one. Good luck with uh, that, Jack. From, from your lips to God's ears, pal. I appreciate it. Come yeah. on. <laughs> and when and you start when you start Anna's traveling back east, let us know when you're at Giggles and Yeah, yeah I'll be back like this that. summer. I, I'm pretty sure God willing, okay. I'll be back this summer, Jimmy. I'll let you know. And I'll, I'll, I'll try to, at least, I usually put it on at least Facebook. You know, my, like I said, my website sucks, but I'll put it on Facebook, probably. And the okay. next time there's a fair, Anna's Fried mm -hmm. Dough, do it. Yeah. yeah. Go get it. <laughs> Nothing better. Nutritious, Thanks. delicious, kind of makes you feel <laughs> ambitious. Yeah. Don't be superstitious. <laughs> and a little sweaty. Yeah. And a little sweaty. <laughs> but yeah, it was it was great to finally get you on. Me and Shu were actually going to have you on WAF with us about a year ago, but then and, you know, they was, shut uh, it off. Divine and then all shit, and, the shit yeah. hit the fan. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, it's been it's been downhill. We appreciate. Well, you I hope we're on. all uh, pretty soon. You know, I think this summer is going to be opened up, man. I think it's going to be pretty good. You know. Yep. So, I hope so. Yeah, just vaccinated, hope, you know. motherfuckers. Yeah. Well, I can't wait, man. I, I I can't get it soon enough. I mean, if they told me I had to have it tomorrow, I'd have it in the base of my dick, you know? I mean, Ooh. I can't, I can't <laughs> Well, listen, we... Uh, Here's the promo. We we wish you well. Yeah. I know you're roughing it out there on the island. In Maui. Yeah. yeah. That looks dangerous out there, too. So, you know, Godspeed yeah. on that. And uh, Yeah. Well, make sure you get vaccinated. You know, the kick in the pants would be going all this time without catching it and getting it right before getting vaccinated. It would really be a son of a bitch, you know? Don't right. do that. I just want to get it all. Yeah. just want to get it. Absolutely. Right, well, so thanks, Jackie. We really yeah, appreciate it. Louder milk, Amazon. Yeah. Check it out. Friday. Yeah. All right, guys. God bless. Be well. Bye-bye. Okay. Right, take care, Jackie. Thanks, Jackie. Bye -bye. Good to Bye -bye. see you, man. Bye-bye. Jimmy Donuts, you made it on the show, Jimmy. Yeah. Yeah. Josh invited me because Jack was going to be on, and we grew up I together. love it childhood friends cool. and i i just i wanted to clear up that story about how we almost got you shot so you know what can you do <laughs> <laughs> times have changed there's no more get my fucking yeah. gun no that doesn't work anymore you'll get canceled <laughs> oh did shoe leave too oh they, they were both shoes out. out they're Shoe's both busy gone. people busy 
And continue. he's back. Oh, Jackie's I don't know how to back. get out. I don't know how to get out of this. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was so he was afraid to get to porn hub. He came back to us. I don't understand anything bad about me. Oh, what he's no, no, no. Yeah, he gets out. That guy's a fucking clown. I'm not watching Louder Milk. Yeah, fuck Louder Milk. I'm not watching that fucking show. What an asshole he is. All right. Hold on. We'll stay on because I have a feeling you're coming back. Uh, I'm leaving. <laughs> Bye. All right, see you. No, you're not. No, you're not. Uh, yeah. He actually left. Okay. All right. Well, for that'll now. be a perfect way to end the show. I was next. I Brian Regan will pop shit. in. So. Yeah. <laughs> Call him, Lenny. What are you doing? Clock. Get on board. Right. I just, All right. I got, well, I just got. Yeah, I just what? got his brother uh, vaccinated this morning, actually, because the VA is doing vaccinations for all, and and Mike Lenny's brother reached out because Lenny had reached out, and I'm like, I don't know, if I'm I'm not. Mother Teresa, I don't have fucking vaccines I can just hand out, but the VA is doing it at all. But you know someone that does have the I vaccines. I know people that know people that know people. And Mike went over yeah. to the VA in Boston and got his today, so he was he was psyched. I'm like, tell us when we can come back. To, I think they're doing some under the tent gigs at Giggles. Oh they yeah, they, they summer, yeah even. they did yeah. last summer and they're and doing there was it a again. promo that Lenny was doing because Lenny went down to Aruba because I talked to him last night and was like because when I was trying to get his brother set up for the shot, I was like. uh what you, what's going on in Aruba? He's like, I'm getting some, there are some private gigs. People are paying me to, you know, flying me down, setting me up. It's like, you got to do whatever the fuck you got to do. Those are always the comic. funniest gigs to hear about from other comics where they're like, yeah, I was in, um, uh, like the Middle East performing for a prince. It was $300,000. I did five minutes. Wow. <laughs> That's the kind of paycheck you need right there, Josh. You need one gig live at like Prince doodly doodly out in Saudi Arabia, half I a did, million dollars. Yeah. I just need some Saudi Arabia fans. I think the podcast does well. I think it does well. (laughs) (laughs) We're we're big in a couple. I think we're big in Turkey and, you know, just a couple of. We're big in fucking Turkey. Right. Oh, my God. Uh, Jimmy, can we sell some sponsorships in Turkey? What are we thinking? Sure. Yeah. (laughs) All right. And we're (laughs) off and running. Does Turkish. uh, Turkish everything over there. Turkey. Listen. (laughs) I'm fucking ready. I'm ready. All right. Well, good seeing you, boys. Yes. Good seeing you, too. Okay. Thanks for checking Jimmy in. Donuts. When can we get together? Let's get fucking. We need to have a huge meeting soon. Oh, that that was the other thing I was going to say. It's been a year uh, yesterday since me, you and Shu were all in the same room when we were at Carrie's house. That was, was last, a year was ago yesterday. One. Yeah. Wow. And, and now you're hiding in Marblehead. So exactly. Yeah, we're going to we're working on it. We're working on. It. Let's everybody get what they, whatever the fuck they got to do, and let's get back outside. It's supposed to be seventy degrees tomorrow. It is. Yep. I'll so. be going. I'll be walking to your house, Jimmy Donuts. You're gonna be walking to my house from where? Walk to air. <laughs> you guys go from Marblehead to air. That's a hike. I think Marblehead's yeah. the direction you want to go on a day like you that. Act, yeah, actually, yeah. you 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 walk my way. Uh, He'll bring yeah. you some rotary yeah. food from air. Ooh, let's go. That's it. <laughs> Let's do it. All right, boys, you have a good night. All right, okay. you too. Good to see you guys.